What up, what up, what up? It's Pope the Blueprint, the host of the number one networking show. And I'd like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI11, uh, which is a local 17-year-old entrepreneur here in Baltimore. So I encourage everybody to support, support, support your local brands. Now, we have a special guest in the virtual building tonight. How you feeling tonight, good brother? Hey, I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm awesome, man. I, you know, I'm excited uh, to, to get into the subject tonight. But before we get started, if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from, and just a brief overview of what you do, and we getting ready to take it back to day one. All right, all right, that works. So my name's Kevin Scott. Um, I'm from out here in Houston, Texas, you know, by way of the military, all, almost 24 years in the military, and uh, born and raised in Georgia, Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and, you know, I'm just what they call the co-parenting communication strategist. You know, that's what mm -hmm. I'm labeled as on, on, on social media. So. You know, I'm here to talk to the co-parents and help them become better communicators. True. You know, when, when I came across your Instagram page, because I'm always looking for entrepreneurs, coaches, creators to inspire the audience that I'm reaching, right? Yeah. And so when I saw co-parenting, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, man, this is a relevant message. Yes. This is a relevant message. So... Take us back, right, to the inspiration, because you have a book out. Yes. But take us into the inspiration of this message. Where did it start? <laughs> well, let me let me let me go backwards here because I uh, experienced my divorce whew, way back in like two thousand. I think it was at two thousand, mm. and uh, you know we had two kids together. And that's when the journey started. And you know, that's a long journey because if you think about it right now, that's, that's 21 years ago. And uh, my, our oldest, between me and my, my wife now, our oldest daughters, I turned 31. And so, mm. you know, so, and we got three grandkids now. And so the journey started way back then when I first got my divorce, because uh, there were things that were right in front of me I was not paying attention to. And had I been more aware of what was going on around me, I could have headed a lot of stuff off at the past. But mm. being stubborn, being young, uh, being uh, uh, to the point where no one could tell me what to do, I figured that I could handle it myself. And, you know, that led to years, years of headaches, heartache, stress, you know, uneasiness feeling, bro, sitting in the closet crying. You know, I'm being transparent, you know, because yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, you know, co-parenting is real, man, especially when you have uh, money on top of this thing. You got child support issues on top of it. And, you know, you, you ask for that inspiration. You know, the title of my book is the 32K format. And people say, what's up with a 32K? And, you know, that 32K has a meaning because, you mm. um, me and my ex-wife, you know, between having the kids going back and forth each other's houses and everything, uh, we 
were not basically in line with the, the child support, the custody agreement thing. You know, I was both in the military, so the kids come live with me for a year, they go live with her for a year. But the court order told me that I was supposed to be paying child support this whole time. So I'm thinking everything's fine. You know, the kids live with me, they're going to school, uh, everything's taken care of. Nah, bro, it wasn't that way, man, because I remember it like it was yesterday, sitting in that room and that judge said, you owe $32,000 in arrears. Yeah, $32,000. Wow. And every time I bring that up, somebody might say, ooh, what did you do wrong? And you know, some people think about somebody said somebody got child support and think they're a deadbeat dad. That was far yeah. from it. You know, everybody has a story to tell. And you know, my story is this right here. I did what I was supposed to do. However, I didn't follow the letter of the law, but it all could have been prevented had we been better, had we communicated better. And mm. so therein lies the inspiration because if we're able to talk and communicate with each other, even though we might not like each other anymore, it will yeah. it will stop a lot of the conflicts that we have out there. And there's where that there's mm. where that inspiration came from. You know what? I was wondering where the thirty-two. I was trying to find the the alignment of the thirty-two K because at yeah. first I was like, "What's going on here? Is this a different book?" And then you know, so I had to dig a little deeper. But I, I love I love that concept. That you know, that's catchy. So we're going to get into the creative yeah. side. But now, from a maturity side, when did you get to the point where the feelings and now the responsibilities start to align because like you said you can get along with somebody for the sake even if you don't like them but when that when did that maturity level hit for you um i think it was 2000 what's this year uh, it's, uh 2021 now so it probably was like mm -hmm. 2014 time frame bro and um you know it was right before I was about ready to finish paying off that child, paying off that arrears and paying that child's book. My son at that time, he was like 18, 18 years old. So it was coming to the end, but I still had to finish paying off all that stuff. But I know um, just me, just me, my, 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 my background and my spiritual upbringing. And, you know, you always have to seek forgiveness. And, you know, and I went through a, a men's encounter and they were telling, telling us about, you know, a lot of the stuff you go through, you know, you got to ask for forgiveness and, you know, and forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. And so I had to go through that. I remember walking into my office one day and I already had it mapped out in my head. I was walking from my car to my from my garage to my office. And it's, it's like a six minute walk. And I'm sitting in my mind saying, I'm going to make this phone call. Because every time before I used to make a phone call to my ex-wife, we go on the phone with each other, my stomach would hurt. Mm. And so that morning I made a phone call and I said, hey. I, I asked, can you forgive me? And she was like, for what? I said, for, for everything that I did wrong and, and uh, the things that I was thinking, the negative thoughts I was thinking about you. And she was like, well, she said, I, it, it, you're free from me. I mean, you, we're okay. And from that point on, bro, I was able to live my life because from mm -hmm. before that point, man, it was, it was nerve wracking. And, you know, so, and I had to basically from that point grow from that from that point where I was asked for forgiveness, but I still had room to grow. I still had to grow. And so it's not that's just one step of it. Now, being able to own everything that happened and being able to be accountable for it and saying that, OK, I'm responsible for this. I'm responsible for that. No matter if it was the both of us own it, you know, as a man, I had to own the situation so we can move on because we know we got mm -hmm. 
just because you have kids and the kids turn 18 years old, it's not over. Those kids get grown. They get married. Like my one of my daughters, she's about to get married now. You know, we still mm, have to communicate. Yeah. And so we still have to communicate. So, you know, you have to get over that stuff, man, because like they say, you know, sometimes the person who may have done you wrong, they're sleeping well at night while you're sitting there holding mm. on to something from the past, you can't even sleep. <laughs> so, you know, that mm. maturity had to kick in. You know, I had to say, okay, I'm growing from this. So what am I willing to sacrifice? I'm willing to sacrifice all that, all that turmoil I was going through those years in order to live a better life, stress-free. And that's, that, that, that helps out me and my wife now. So I don't have to worry about that stuff. Mm. Mm. That's powerful, man. Because you, you, said, you said a lot of things. But you said, you know, they sleeping well at night and you're experiencing turmoil. Yes. Mm. I, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about it because this hits home for me personally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now I'm just reflecting on things that I may have to do better. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as taking that ownership and being proactive in the communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, bro, it's, it's, I, I was, I was listening to a sermon the other day and he was mm-hmm. talking about stains, but I, I remember something that stuck out of me and I've been reading through some stuff and it talks about scars, scars mm-hmm. on our body. And I guarantee you, you can look at any scar on your body. If it's deep, if it's big enough, you can remember when you had, what, what caused that scar to occur. And you hold, you still remember that. I still got a scar on my wrist, bro, from uh, when yeah. I was 19 years old, my first night in Germany, I was stationed over there, and I fell down some stairs, and I cut my, I cut my wrist. And I can still feel this to this day, and I remember that fall that night. Bro, mm. and I'm telling you about co-parenting and, and the, the emotional stuff we bring along with us, those things leave scars and you know mm. we think we've healed from them but we're still carrying around that hurt that went with it and we haven't been able to let that thing go and so every mm. time we touch it every time we get a trigger point it reminds us of something and so we mm. have to find a way within ourselves to be able to release that and be able to grow be able to go through that so we can grow from it because until we can go through that situation we're still going to be crying we're still going to be getting yeah. mad every time something comes up. And so. Yeah. And then not only that as well, from a personal standpoint, you have to think about the impact on the kid. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Because they, they are sponges, man. And like my mom is always say, bro, the one thing you can guarantee, your children didn't ask to be here. They did yeah. not asked to be here so why drag them through stuff that we're going through if we if we're stuck in the mud don't drag your kids through the mud you know mm. you have to put that put a put an environment put them in an environment where they're thriving so they can they can become better than what you were but if you're basically yeah. using i've seen it happen before clients tell me you know they use their children almost like it's their best friend and so they air their they air their laundry to their kids mm. and so the kids form an opinion of the other parent based on what the other parent says, whether it be right or wrong, you know, we're dragging kids into these things, you know, uh, you know, it's not a clean break. If you just married and you, you get divorced, you don't have any children, you make a clean break, you divide the assets and you keep it moving. You can't divide your kids, you know, no matter how hard we try. So, yeah. And then not only are the, the, the children impacted, 
Now, if you're in another relationship, like, how does that look, right? Like, how do the other person get along with the other, like, it's it, it this is what i do bro because this is what i talk about the communication part because if you're not able to have a conversation even with the new spouse girlfriend boyfriend and let them know that you got children from another marriage another relationship that you know you're gonna have to introduce them to and these are the dynamics that are going to come with it because the other parent might not want you seeing somebody it's none of their business and they don't have any control over that but imagine that dynamic. Now you have another parent who's mad because you're introducing the children to somebody that they don't approve of. Yeah. And, and no one owns anybody. You know, when, when you all broke up, those separate, you separated. You don't have any ownership yeah. of anything. You don't have any control, no say-so or anything. So you can't control somebody's love life. Now you, you would hope that the other parent respects and don't bring anybody around the children that's a bad influence. But at the same token, you still can't control that. Or else, what do we do? End up in court. And, you know, that's mm. not what we want to be. We want we don't want to end up in the courts. The judges tell you that. Don't bring this to me because if I have to make a decision, you're probably, somebody's not going to like it. And so we, mm. we, if we can communicate, we can handle a lot of stuff outside of court. We're going to get there. Let, let's yeah. talk about the formatting of the mm. book, right? Because... Yes. You know, I feel like this will help set us up with some of the principles that you're because I'm just listening and my mind is just thinking and it's just because that man. Yeah. Talk about the book, right? Let's right. Introduce us to the book, the 32K. Give us give us a specific title mm -hmm. and kind of give us an insight of the breakdown, because okay. I, I believe you're going to set a lot of people free with this message man because this is not something that people go through every day you know what i mean this yeah. is something where when this event happens like now you gotta pivot and figure out where's my wisdom gonna come from yes yes yeah and and that's where that's where this book comes into play because i was thinking about not myself but i wish this book had been out when i was going through my stuff because the 32k there's a rationale behind it. I'm not talking about the, the, the amount for child support. I'm talking about how it's set up, the format for it. The 32K stands for, we got the three stands for the three C's, which are uh, conflict, communication, and commitment. And then the two is two, the two stands for the two H's, which is harmony and healing. And the K is for no you. And you know, those things all roll in together because inside of those, inside of that book, there are 32 modules. And so, you know, so it's not just a quick read, you know, I put, I set this thing up to the point where we go through things together to see if some of these things might resonate, resonate with the reader. And they can say, oh yeah, that, that I've been there. I can understand that. And, you know, it's not just a quick read. It's also gives some call to action. And so it's not just like, I'm going to read this, this, this subject and keep on moving to the next thing. No, it's got some stuff in there for people to, to actually digest and think about before they move on to the next one. Because what I want the reader to do is to basically take a look at themselves while they're reading and say, okay, how does this apply to me? And, mm -hmm. and, and I'm missing something. Do I have any blind spots that I'm not seeing, you know, that no one else is calling? Because, no, bro, I'm telling you, a lot of people are surrounded by yes people. And, you know, people out there who 
who you got you got hype men out there who hyping them up. Bro, if I just that was you, man, uh, girl, if that was me, I'd do this right here. My bro, that's not. Sometimes we have to take a step back from people who don't have our best interests at heart because no one knows your situation except for you and the children and that other parent. Because when we start getting other people involved in it, that's when issues start coming coming around. And you know, so this book, the way I set it up. It, it, it all poured out of me, bro. And I'm telling you, when I wrote this book, it was amazing how I wrote it. Came, I, when I finished up with these, I didn't even call them modules at first. I just was writing on topics, on topics, on topics, on topics. And I ended up with 32 on the head when I was done. And it stopped right at that point. And so it, it all rolled into play because I knew this book was meant to be meant to come out. And like I say, you know, don't let anybody tell you the pandemic slowed anybody down because I wrote this book during the pandemic last year. Mm. I mean, I, I started, I think I really, I literally wrote this book in about, about five or six months. Wow. And during the pandemic and published it. And once I was finished it, I, I saw a pot, saw a, a, a call and I was on and uh, he told me how to publish a book and I published it within a week. Mm. Just that fast. So uh, bruh, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help people, you know, because what I don't want people to do is suffer in silence because mm. a lot of people hold stuff inside and they don't tell anybody and they try to figure it out for themselves. But there are people out there who've been where they are at. Everybody's situation is unique, but there's somebody out there who's been where you're at, where they're going, and uh, they're there to help. And you know, mm-hmm. you know, in our community, bro, you know, we don't go looking for help sometimes. We'll hold yeah. it inside. And so I'm trying to get people out of that, out of that. And that's why if you look at any of my my my, my uh, videos or anything I got on IG. Bro, I'm trying to give people a different a different side of it. I'm trying to make stuff resonate. I'm trying to take trendy stuff related to co-parenting, related to something that anything I'm, I'm talking about, you're going to be able to find in the book. So I'm not mm. bringing up anything new. And it's going to be, I'm going to regurgitate it every time. You may hear a topic today, and I'll bring it up again next week because I need it to sink in with somebody. Mm. That's powerful. I love that you made the book hands-on, right? Because... It's easy for someone to read a book and say, I'm done, right? Yeah. Like, like I've accomplished this check mark. But when yes. you created it in that, that standpoint of modules where people have to take action, now you have to self-reflect. Yes. And now you have to take action. That was important. Now, as you were writing the book, did you kind of hesitate to say, I don't think I want to go down this road. Like, what was the conversation with yourself as you were pouring out this information? Well, I mean, it's a good question because I was trying to, when I first started, you know, I was trying to pour out what I what was inside me, all pour out, but just bare my bare my soul, just writing stuff down and putting it out there. And then I had to stop and think, you know, who was I writing this book for? Is this book for me, or is it for the is it for the reader? And so, um, yes, these are things that can help people, but I also wanted to stay away from the negative because we know negative sells. Yes, I can go through and call this book some bad title, some negative title, and it probably sell like hotcakes. But bro, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to bring positivity to the situation. I'm trying to give people a, another avenue as opposed to looking at stuff from the negative. And that's why I had to go through and cut weed out of this book. The book was bigger, actually. It was thicker. Wow. I went through and just started cutting stuff out, cutting stuff out, which means that 
all the stuff I cut out of this book is going in the next one because this book is mm. going to be, this is like part one of it because the next one going to be a deep dive into it because there's stories behind every one of these modules. And so wow. by me not putting the stories into one of these modules, it's behind every one of these modules is a life story in there for me or something that I've learned. And so I figured I got, I can't give it all. I'm going, I'm going to put that in the next book. And, you know, so that's where you're talking about looking deep inside yourself and just trimming all that fat off and just giving them, just giving them the, the, the stuff off the top. That's, that's basically what I did in this book. And, uh, you know, it, it was a labor of love. Uh, yeah, it was, that's, 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 that's putting it, that's putting it lightly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it's, it's one of those things where to help and inspire other people, like, cause everybody want a testimony, but you got to go through that test. And yeah. so you yes. went through the test and now you're able to share and inspire others. Like what are, what are some of the testimonies been for you from people that have embraced the message? Like what are some of the feedback that you've received so far? Well, I mean, I, bro, I can tell you right off the top right now. Um, I, I, one person I know of, they, uh, I could say stubborn. They were stubborn and it was their way of the highway. And so, you know, I had to tell somebody they had to peel, you had to peel back the layers because we got to get down to the root, you know, about it's like tearing somebody down to build them back up again. And yeah, communication, while you may think you're communicating with somebody, they weren't, they were talking to somebody and they were not listening. Mm. There was no active listening going on at all. They were just talking to the other parent and expecting the other parent to understand what they were trying to say. Well, the other parents got to the point where they were just like, I don't even want to hear anymore. So whatever you say, you say, I'm not going to pay attention to you. And so I basically had somebody tell, I had to tell somebody before you try to uh, come up with a, when they're trying the other person, parents talking to you, try not to even think of an answer. Just listen mm -hmm. and pause before you, before you even come, before you even say anything. And that person said that helped them out a lot because they actually got to hear what the person was saying instead of trying to process it and think of an answer before they can, before they can get it out because they were on the defensive. And, you know, so that's one, but another one that I told somebody about, well, I, I, here I go. So I give here, my wife was famous for this one. She told me, she said, when somebody's yelling at you on the phone and they're yelling in your face, you can diffuse it by saying, Hey, I'm sorry. You feel that way. Mm -hmm. That simple statement I gave to somebody, they said it worked because the other parent got, pissed and they didn't know what to do because they thought that the person was being antagonistic or being sarcastic and they said no I, i'm sorry you feel that way you know I'm, I'm i'm sorry you feel that way is there anything i can do to, to help you with this and so you know it diffuses the situation you know it's the same as somebody yelling at you and you say hey god bless you yeah. what are you supposed to do if somebody does that man you, you, you can and, and you know what that's that's biblical too because yeah. the word does says a soft answer turns away wrath most definitely, yes, 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 yes. And bro, that 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 that's I mean that's that's word. And now what I'm telling I tell people is you have to step outside of yourself because what you were doing before was not working, or you wouldn't be coming to talk to me. And so this is what we're here for. We're here to try to change that mindset to say, okay, I'm gonna become a better communicator, not just for me, but for my children also. You know, and so, and and I tell them, do not wait for that other parent to change because mm -hmm. you can only control you. 
And so that's what I tell them, control your actions, control your emotions, control how you respond. I don't want them to react. I tell them all the time, if somebody sends you a text message, y'all not getting along, wait 24 hours before you send it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just, just uh, is dropping knowledge on people, man, trying to help them out because it would have helped me out years ago. Yeah. But yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, 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 now share a couple principles with us, right? Like as we go through the book, because I know you mentioned like the three C's. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that's yeah. conflict. Well, I know conflict, one communication, one. communication is the other one. Yeah. So what, yes. what is the commitment part about? Because I, I'm assuming what I think it may be about, but just give us a brief overview of what that commitment part is about. You know, you, you have to, when we talk about commitment and, and not going verbatim from the book, just off the top of my head here, you know, if you're going to, if you want to change, then you have to commit to doing whatever it is that you striving for. Don't, just say you're going to do something, you're going to have to have to make that commitment and do it because um, if you don't, the situation is going to get worse or it's not going to get any better. And so I have to make sure that people understand that you have to go within yourself to say, okay, I'm willing to make that change and I'm going to commit to it. Or like I said, things are not going to get any better because if we don't just imagine if you've been in a terminal, uh, 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 just a basically a, drama-filled relationship with somebody and it could have been your fault why you broke why they broke up but those mm -hmm. times have gone and people have moved on but you're still holding on to things from the past and so you can't go forward and so you have to make that commitment to yourself that i'm going to change and i'm going to hold mm -hmm. to it you know and you're not doing it for the other person you're doing it for yourself first and for your yeah. children, because the focus should be on them all the time anyway, not that other parent. It should be on your children and on making uh, becoming a better person for your better better person for yourself. And so that yeah. commitment plays a big part of that, man. Yeah, and I, I love that that commitment aspect too, because like you said earlier about knowing those blind spots, because when you're so emotionally tied. You, you start to operate in those blind spots. But when you yes. say, I'm going to commit to the end result, now you have to remove the emotion and focus yeah. on the steps that's going to get the results. Yes, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. And that's the, and that's the part because everybody gets to that point. And, you know, I, I think of it like a race. And, you know, we're running a race here. You know, you see the check, the, the, the finish line. But you know, if you know who you know who Nipsey is, you know, this is a marathon, bro. This is not some race we're gonna finish and be done. Those are checkpoints. Every time you get to one spot, it's a checkpoint. We're going to the next one. We're going to the next one. All these milestones, these mile markers you, you're getting you're going to. The race is over when we're dead and gone. You yeah. know, that's what that's what I'm saying. But then you leave that legacy behind because this co-parenting thing is about a legacy. Because what you leave behind, you leave them with your children. And so if you're yeah full of turmoil and full of vitriol toward the other, the other, the other parent that you're leaving a mark on your kids. So what are you leaving mm -hmm. behind? You're leaving behind that. Well, my mom didn't like my dad and my dad didn't like my mom. And I had to live through this stuff. I had to get out of that. So you're hoping that that doesn't happen to your children. And they, they turn, they turn around, had the same type of relationships with their spouse or whoever they're involved mm -hmm. with because they're learning from us. And so that's, that's why I say this thing, this, 
Yes, this thing is a this is a this is a, a race, bro. That marathon, we're still running it. You know, like I say, bro, yeah. I'm my one of my daughters is getting married right now. You know, I got grandkids. And so the grandkids are feed from us. So I have to make sure I'm setting the best example I can for them. And yes, we make we made mistakes. You know, we nobody's perfect, but yeah. we should be able to grow from them and own that thing and keep moving forward, trying to make it better for the next the next generation. And I love that you said, you know, you're thinking about the legacy, right? Because it's a marathon, right? Like you said, like some people think it stops when you get 18. And then when they get 18, it's a rude awakening because now you have to, you know, communicate about the the plans of the child getting married. And so it's it's, it's that commitment that you have to make because a lot of children are impacted. You know, by, yes. by that that toxic relationship that the parents may have had. And like Most you said, definitely. they bring that into their adult relationships. Yes. And yes. that's the Most last thing right. you want is to them to bring toxic traits into a relationship. Yeah. I mean, you you we get those rude awakening moments, bro, when your kids get older and they tell you something that 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 you don't you don't you haven't even thought about. I know my 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 biological daughter, she's, I don't know, she's about 20, 28. And she said one time, I think it's probably a couple of years ago, she said, yeah, I was glad when your mom divorced because we know y'all always argue. And bro, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, we were trying to do that stuff on the low, on the quiet, but the kids knew. And so we're not yeah. keeping anything from our children, bro. So they're, they're feeding off of everything that, that we're, we're putting out there. And so we have to be careful about that, man. And so, and I'm not telling people to put on a false face. Don't put on that mask, that, that fake mask. You got to be your true self, which means you have to learn from your mistakes and try to try to be uh, try to be better from them. Because, bro, if you don't, man, I mean, we got another generation. Those, those kids gonna be doing the exact same thing we did. And we wonder why we we're 50, 60 years old and our kids still live with us. And we all in the same house. Yeah. We have three yeah. generations, four generations of, of people in the same house. because We all got the same issues. Yeah. Bruh. And and and. And the thing about it, too, with the kids, you know, some I'm sure some kids are impacted more than others. Right. Like, you know, depending on how old they are when it happens, Mm -hmm. it can be a little more traumatic. And then so if you're bickering and arguing, that's an impact that's going to have on them that could possibly lead to substance abuse. It could lead them down a path of experience experimenting with things to try mm-hmm. to ease their young mind yes yeah bro you, you ain't saying nothing but a word there man because you know we do not want to fail our children uh, man you know some people say you know when a kid turns 18 that you know hey that's not my responsibility anymore man you, you can't go through life like that because you know the, like i said the children that asked to be here same token you know it's still our responsibility man we're trying to put people out in the world who are productive you know, they're, they're contributing to society. You don't want somebody who's out there that say, well, you know, I, I got problems because my mom and dad got divorced. So, and you know, I, I don't know what to do. I'm a victim. And, you know, mm-hmm. no, nah, we don't want that victim mentality. We want people to be stronger than what we were. And, you know, you yeah. have to be able to have these conversations with your children also. Now, not only should you have these conversations with the other parent, but you have to have these conversations with the children, especially when they get a little older wow. so they can understand what's going on. That, yeah. That's that's another step too. Now, do you yeah. is that is that part of some of the modules in the book about having conversations with the children? 
Yeah, it, it's, I, I touch on that in the book some places because, you know, bro, communication, like I said, communication is not just about you and other parents, for the children also. And so, you know, we touch on that stuff because that that know you part of the book, that last that last section of the book is very important because uh, how can you learn? How can you know how to communicate with someone if you don't even know who you are? You mm. know, if you don't know that you're a, a dominant type person or you're emotional or you're more laid back or you're more analytical, I'm I'm. I'm talking about this personality type stuff now you know once you get to know who you are and figuring out who your children are what kind of children you have like your children could be a person who's highly emotional while you might be a dominant type person so you have to know that you can't just keep bearing down on that child you have to know how to communicate with them to get the best out of that child and so we have to take a step back as parents and, and know that it's not just about us and so mm. I, I talk about that i talk about that when i'm coaching people too because that's important because until you can know who you are, you can't uh, help anybody else out. I always tell people, you know, we talk about that oxygen mask thing. You know, you put your oxygen mask on first before you, before you put it on your child on the plane. Because how can you help your child out if you're gone? And so you have to look at it from the same, same aspect. Help yourself and then be able to help others. And so mm. help yourself become a better communicator, a better parent. And then you pass it on to your children so they can see the example that you're setting. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. Oof. I'm it's 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 just hitting home for me. So it's like as you're speaking, it's like we're in the coaching session right now. Like, you know, like you're talking to me, like stop yelling at me. <laughs> I heard what you said. Oh <laughs> nah, man, just, bro. I I I I'm stepping on toes, man, because, you know, sometimes I told you to get stepped on, man. You need the ingrown toenails, man, because that pain, you know, you got, you're going to learn from that pain. And the bottom yeah. line is you, you walk around just, just masking everything and covering everything up, man. It's going to come out sooner or later. Yeah. Either you're going to be sitting in the yeah. closet crying like I was because I didn't know who else to turn to. Grown man in the closet crying, man, because he didn't know what else to do. Bro, you talking mm -hmm. about transparency. When a grown man crying, you know, because he has no control over anything. Right, yeah. you know, you know, you've hit almost rock bottom. So, you know, yeah. Now that's that's dope, man. Now I'm also thinking too because, you know, a large part of the audience are entrepreneurs, and so they may aspire <laughs> to do what you're doing. Maybe not with the <laughs> particular message, um, but <laughs> with the style. Now, speak yeah. to us about what is it like from the coaching aspect now, right? Because now you're stepping into, I've embraced the message, but now I'm going to inspire others. What was that journey like for you now, embracing the coaching mantle? Like, how were you inspired to be that coach? Like, what was that transition for you to want to step in the coaching arena? Well, you know, I went through a program called, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of John Maxwell. I went through John Maxwell years ago. And uh, went through the coaching program there and got certified. And but you know at that point I was looking more along the line of business, you know, looking at coaching, coaching other people in business and stuff like that. But then I went through Eric Thomas, went through the Game Changers program, the speaking program, and through the speaking program, you think, well, I'm going to be able to become a better speaker. But there, was, there are more, more, more layers to this thing because from that program, it taught how to be better business people also. And one of the things they asked when you had to hone in on your niche exactly what are you good at you know who do you who when people talk about you what do they know you as 
And bro, mm-hmm. when when the light clicked on, it was talking about co-parents. I've been co-parenting almost over 20 some odd years of my life. And you know, I'm I'm about to hit 50 this year. So you think almost half my life I've been co-parenting. And mm-hmm. so one way or another, so those lessons learned that I had and everything that I had inside of me, I was able to translate that into my coaching and basically help people through things that I wish I had known about. And, you know, mm. uh, bro, I, I just go into it from the aspect of scenarios, giving, giving co-parent scenarios, like, let's, let's deal with this. Okay. What happens if this happens, what would you do? Mm. And, you know, and you listen to them talk from the start, from the start of the program to the end to see where they change that, see how they, how they uh, are able to accept things that are not in their control. And, you know, that's yeah. the whole thing because, you know, being able to be, submissive, be humble and understand that somebody somebody has your best interest at, at heart. You know, bottom line is I don't know those people personally, but I want to get the best, get uh, get the best out of them so they can go out and go back and be better people. And so mm. bro, it's, it's, it's labor intensive, but it's, it's, it's well worth it, man. Because I do this to help other people. Cause you know, I wish somebody had been there for me and there probably was somebody mm. there for me, but I just wasn't paying attention. Mm. Now you said you said some powerful things about investing in yourself, right? Because I grew up on John Maxwell. You know, I was on the cover of one of his books. Uh, everybody, right. <laughs> everybody communicates the few connect. Like he had like yeah. this thing yeah. where you send in yeah. your picture, and uh, yeah. so I'm one of the bigger pictures on the bottom. When you when you see the book now, you are gonna see me on the cover. I had glasses <laughs> on at the time, but um. So, you know, I'm very familiar with John Maxwell teaching on leadership, yeah. which is awesome. And then yeah. you said, you know, the great ET. You know what I yes. mean? So, you know, you're putting yourself in a position by surrounding yourself with great mentors, right? I mean, that, that that's yeah. a game changer. How important yeah. is it, you know, from a career standpoint, a business aspect to invest? in yourself like that like how important is that because people need to know yeah bro uh that's a good one because you know i don't i don't like to use the word free we use the word pro bono you know because everybody always looking for a hookup but you only gonna get so much out of a hookup you know yeah bro if if you don't uh shortchange yourself by lowering your lowering your prices because the bottom line is right here if i'm willing to invest tens of thousands of dollars in myself to become a better person, to become a coach, to become a better speaker, to become a trainer, then you in turn, I'm going to give you that free stuff. You're going to see the stuff on Instagram and everything, but the yeah. real down and dirty nitty gritty stuff, bro, that's, that's, that's safe for the, that's safe for the clients because the bottom yeah. line is right here. Anybody, cause you can go out and eat for ET stuff, bro. You can go on, on YouTube and look at YouTube stuff for years. You got yeah. many hours, John Maxwell for hours. You can watch all that stuff. But you know, once you're in those programs, that's that's a whole different level. That's a whole different yeah. layer. And you learn more and you're surrounded by people who are also on that same path. They're trying to grow too. So you're in that community and people are holding you accountable. And that's yeah. the thing about investing in yourself because when you invest in yourself, you're gonna be held accountable because I'm hoping yeah. you invest in yourself and uh, somebody who's basically got their, uh, got their, basically got their, foot on your toes 
stepping yeah. on your toes because that stuff might be hitting home and, you know, trying to get the best out of you. And that's, bro, I, investing in myself was one of the best things I did. I mean, I like I said, I did 20 some odd years in the military before I retired. And, you know, mm-hmm. it took me up until my late, my mid 40s to start changing and transitioning to the person I am right now. And so, bro, it's never too late. It's never too late. Mm. So Yeah, because yeah. it's, a, it's a saying that, you know, I really embrace. And I said, that makes sense. It says when you don't pay, you don't pay attention. No, 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 yeah. Most oh, yeah, bro. You know, if I give you if I give you free 99, bro, you may show up or not show up. But if I tell you you gotta pay, you're gonna show up every time because you done put your money down, you investing. And so you got yeah. some expectation of the person you gave that money to, they better deliver. Because if yeah. now if it's free, you're like, eh, I, I, I'm not gonna make it this week. And you're like, okay, no problem. Nah, man, we gotta pay. You know, but yeah. you know, that, I, and I'm I'm I don't like taking the shortcuts, bro. I, I've been through the shortcut part of my life, man. And shortcuts don't get you anywhere except short and cut. And it yeah. be bleeding from that shortcuts, bro. So you gotta you gotta invest the time, man. You gotta be in this thing for the long haul. Yeah, because I, I used to say all the time, shortcuts lead to short bucks. Like no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When you cutting corners. You know what I mean? Because I used to sell cars and we used to be on yeah. 100% commission. And my sales yeah. manager would say, look, it's a reason we had this process set up. So when you start cutting corners, you know, now you're just out of the sales cycle. And, you know, that's just, yeah. you're losing the sale. And so I love yes. that you're investing in yourself because like you said, it puts you in the room of the greats. And I've been studying just the the elevation of people's career. And as I'm Mm -hmm. listening to the interviews, one of the main things they said was, when I invested in a mentor, when I invested in a course, that's when my career, my life went to the next level. Most definitely, man, most definitely. And I'm still still learning, bro, because I, bro, this is is organic, slow growth. And you could go back a year from, today go back a year from the day look at my social media and look at where yeah. I, where i started and where i'm at now it's a slow i love i love what you man you know it's it's when you put out content and you see someone else consistently putting out content you appreciate it on a whole nother yeah. level because like you it's like mentally you have to go through posting and and creating yeah. the content and you're very yeah. consistent I love the style of your page. Like, you know, speak to people that also are putting out content. Like, what is your mindset when you're going to put and create content? Oh, most definitely, man. Bro, I, I, this this thing started, I'm telling you, man, it started a year ago when I when I got introduced to Nikki Saunders uh, from uh from, from the ET from from uh from she Eric Thomas. Like Monday through Friday, man. She's the yeah, most consistent, yeah. like bro. I, I've been on the hot seat with Nikki, man, and she told me one time a long time ago, man, I said, why aren't you posting? What's your excuse? And I'm like, well, it's, it's me. She said, that's not an excuse. I know it's I know, I know, know it's you. What's your excuse? And so your people want to see you. If you are, I, I, don't, I don't know what lane, whoever I'm talking to is in right now. You could be in the lane of real estate. If you're in the lane of real estate and selling property and selling stuff, then you need to be putting stuff out there on the regular, daily, consistent. So people, your, your followers see you putting stuff out there all the time and it better be relatable. And you're not, because you are your brand. 
And, you know, I, I am the co-parenting communication strategist. So I'm going to give you stuff every day on different rules, different tips on co-parenting mm. communication. I'm going to try to make it relevant. And I'm going to try to make, I'm going to try to make it, uh, and I'm not going to drift off that. You're not going to see me posting. If you look at my post, you're not going to see me posting anything really about myself. It's because I got yeah. people out there that's following and trying to figure out, okay, how can I make my situation better? Because sooner or later, they're going to get tired of me just putting these posts out there. They're going to say, I'm going to give them a call. And it's happened. You know, I put out, I put out a free giveaway and, it, and somebody will call in trying to figure out what's going on. And, you know, it's, it's not a trick. It's just basically get people aware of what I'm doing. You know, so you can get this free content. You can get the free video. They're only 20, 30 seconds. But there's more to that than those 30 seconds. You know, so mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I'm giving you the stuff off the top. You know, so, but you have to, you have to invest in yourself. You have to be willing to, if you're an entrepreneur, you out there on social media, do stuff on, for, with a purpose. That's all I, that's, that's what I want to say. Do it with a purpose. Because whoever, somebody's out there looking for you. And if you're not out there, you if you're not uh, uh, consistent and you're not out there every day on a regular, then people are going to forget you. It's going. We got to think about tone and top of mind awareness. We got to be at the top of the mindset. So when somebody comes up in the morning, oh, here it goes again. Here come another yeah. one. He about to say something else. Because if you disappear for a day or two, we were like, oh, okay, I'm on to the next one. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know that consistency builds that credibility right like yeah, yeah even if people are not taking action right away in their subconscious mind they're registering this is the guy that does this and yeah. when we look at the big media companies that's why they spend so much money in advertisement because they're staying in front of yeah. them yes yeah and you know and bro i tell you man my, my subject is not it's not a sexy subject but yeah. the numbers speak for themselves. Over fifty percent of the people in the country, man, getting divorced, and so and and those people have children, and so now they're in a, now you're in a dynamic that you've never been in before. And wait a minute, this guy out here posting about co-parenting communication, and so yeah, it might not be sexy. I'm not going to I'm not going to be saying giving you soft, you know, softening it up. No, I'm going to give it to you real. I'm going to make it funny sometime, but I'm going to make the point that the, the topic is relatable. So you can say, yeah, that's me. That's me. Mm -hmm. You know, then hit it with a call to action and say, leave me a, leave me a 32 in the comments. That way I know you're paying attention, but I know it's, it's a slow burn, man. It's, this is a, this is a slow grind and bro, I, I jumped in the game late, you know, but Hey, um, it's better later than never. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about where you at right now is season, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you, you're in a position, you're mentally where you want to be. Of course, we're all growing every day. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, if you probably would have tried to do this 10 years ago, it might have been premature. You oh, know? Most definitely, yeah. Everything happens on time, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens yeah. on time. And then you're you also... Yeah, and then you're also speaking to the people that may feel like it's too late for them, right? Because some people may feel like they missed the boat, you know, because they get mm, caught yeah, up in the yeah. younger entrepreneurs. And so they're yes. like, man, wh where do I fit in? Is it too late for me? So yeah. you, you're even speaking, even if the people are not there for the particular subject, when they see you and hear your story now and say, oh, he started later? It's, it's, it's hope for me. Most definitely, man. Like, who's that, Colonel Sanders? When he yeah. saw him, he was like, what, 
75 or six, it was late, late, late. Yeah, man, bro. Man, you come, you you show up at the right time, and it may you may be a blip on the radar, man. But you you you, we all serve a purpose, man. And you know, uh, I I feel this is what the Lord has put me out here to do to, to spread this word to people, man. And I'm gonna make this thing. I'm gonna ride this thing till the wheels fall off. You know, mm. I'm gonna keep on putting these videos out here, and people putting this content out here until people get tired of, it, and then all of a sudden the followers drop off. But at that point, I'd made my mark by then. So. <laughs> Yeah, man, that, that's awesome, right? That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, a couple of things before we go, because mm-hmm. I, I could talk to you all night, and I, I yeah. want to encourage people to support the project and to support what you yeah. have going on. So two things before we go. Uh, okay. If you can let everybody know where they can go to purchase the, the book and where they can follow you at, so they can tap into the message that you have. All right, so the book is called, like we say, 32K Format, uh, The Co-Parents Guide to Becoming a Better Person and a Better Parent. Uh, let me see if I got it. I got one right here. Can you see it? Yeah, so that's the book. Yeah, you can find this book on uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any, any of those online book resources, or you can go on my IG page at Kevin underscore L underscore Scott, and you can go to my bio, and in my profile, you'll see I got, you can click on the links to buy the book there too. Uh, my website's there, all that stuff there. Different tips and tr- tricks for the uh, for co-parenting communication, all in my bio right there also. So um, I put information out there for them to have. Uh, you know, people go out there every day and I see them going out there feeding off the information. That's what I want them to do. I want them to go out there and get information. So, um, but that's where you can get the book from. Uh, the book's doing good. You know, it, it's, it's, it's selling. You know, I yeah. like I still I still in the top two hundred and step step parenting. Lane. Yeah. So, you know, I, I did hit and number see, one. I, one I night. Just, I, that, and that's awesome. And I'm just yeah. like, like when you said that, I'm like, it is a lane for that. Like, because when you said two hundred within the co-parenting genre, yeah. it, it just light bulb went on. Like, it is a genre out here. Like, yeah. so it, and people may think that it's not a lane for them but it's a lane because you never know what somebody needs and somebody might yeah. be sitting on a book right now somebody may be sitting on something right now oh yeah almost definitely bro because live the thing is man i look at it from this standpoint you know who i, I would have never thought two years ago i'd be sitting there talking about talking to co-parents bro i was sitting there trying to figure out you know I, I'm, I'm in corporate america so i'm looking at my nine to five traveling the world and doing that stuff and then say, I'm going to try to do some corporate training and stuff like mm. that. But, you know, if you start thinking about it from this aspect, maybe I wasn't so far off because corporate people are co-parents too. And so yeah. maybe I wasn't so far yeah. off. And so, you know, you have to be able to carve that, carve that niche out, man. And, you know, everybody has a book inside of them. Everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. It's just a matter of tapping into that story and putting that thing down on pen and paper or typing that thing out because, you know, get it out. If you yeah. hold on to it, man, it's no good inside. When you when you dead and gone, what good is it to anybody at that point? I mean, you you held Ooh. on to it. So I feel like get it out, man. Let that thing go, man. Because somebody somebody's out there waiting for you. Yeah. Somebody's waiting for you to 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 share your testimony so they can go so they can grow from that situation because they're probably going through it too. So I don't know who that is for, but somebody's going through something right now that somebody else needs to know about. 
so they can get yeah. through what they go what they're going through. So yeah, yeah. I told you, I told you, stop yelling at me. I told you, stop yelling at me. <laughs> stop yelling at me. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh man, and then so before we go, last but not least, I always like to leave on a, a last word of encouragement. I know you've been encouraging us all night. But just bring us home with that last word of encouragement before we go. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's that's bruh. I'm 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 here to say this right here. Do not make any excuses. Stop making excuses for why you can or cannot do something. You know, I, I said can because some people say, you know, can can be used as, as, as an excuse also. But what I'm trying to say is take the negative out of any situation you're in and try to find the positive, you know, flip that thing. You know, sometimes it's going to be, you might think it's impossible, but it's not. There's a silver lining in everything, man. You know, mm -hmm. where, you know, and, and, you know, because you think once something comes out of your mouth, you can't put that toothpaste back into the tube. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's, there's depth and life in the tongue. That's why I'm here to teach people about co-parenting communication, because we have to learn how to talk to each other. We have to learn how to, to uh, deal with each other on a level, even if we don't get along, we still have to be able to get along. And so you can take that from the co-parenting land, you take that from just regular life. Talk to people, be able to communicate with people, get an understanding of what they're trying to say, you know, listen to them and don't react so quickly. Just take a minute or take a moment before you respond to them. I mean, I know that's a whole lot right there, lumped into that one little thing, that encouraging moment right there, but. No, bro, we, we got to make this place better than what it is. And we got to leave it better than we found it. Mm. No, I'm, I'm glad you, you, you put it all together because it's deeper than what people know, man. Yeah. It, it, it really is. Like, and then I'm just, I'm glad that I came across your consistency. I'm glad I came across your commitment. I'm glad I came across your passion for what you're doing, man, because this is only the beginning, right? Like, you know, th this is not going to be the last time we speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is only the beginning because, like you said, when you were talking about the corporate journey, it's people out in corporate America that need this message, man. Yeah. Everywhere, at, all over. Most definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so we can focus on attaining all of these worldly possessions. But if we're not at peace in the inside, man, it's we gotta find that peace, man. Most definitely, man. Most definitely, bro. Yeah, man. Yes, you, you ended it with a mouthful right there. <laughs> man. Yeah, bro. Well, well, you know, I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule uh to speak with me tonight. And I wish you nothing but the best and much success. No, I, hey, I, I appreciate the invite, man. I mean, I'm always, you know, I'm always looking for ways to, to get out there because what you're doing right now is what I'm about to venture into. I'm about to venture yeah. into the, the interview process. So, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be able to hone my skills and be able to talk because, yeah. hey, if I don't say anything, nobody knows who I am, you know. Yeah, and, you, and this going, you're, going, you're going to have a great podcast, man, because, you know, you, you're going to do amazing, man. Yeah. So many angles that you can go at on yeah. how you want to do it. And I'm going to keep it real, man. Yeah. Like, we don't need another Dr. Phil. No, no, no. You know, 
We need someone like you bringing an encouraging message. Yeah. Someone that has the experience, that's been through the journey, yeah. that want to see people do well with standards, yeah. morals, and, and all of that piled into one. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's somewhat of the premise I'm going to be going after because it's your everyday regular people out there who are co-parents out there. And, you know, they might not think they have anything to offer, but there's somebody yeah. out there that needs to hear from them. And, you know, so that's yeah. what I'm here for, man, to bring that stuff to light. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Mm. So. Mm. Yes, sir. Well, peace, love, and blessings to you, good brother. Right, good bro. night. Take it easy. All right, too, man. Thank you, bro. Peace. All right.